He holds the truth of it. What does it symbolize? Paladin confidence, hanging on a tree. Welcome, everybody, to the Modern Horrors Podcast, episode 103. My name is Luke Rodriguez. I've got Jacob Hopkins sitting right across from me. We are both from www.modernhorrors.com. How's it going? Well, I wasn't sure where you were going with all the WWs. For a second, I was like, WWE! (laughs) Oh, in your fucking face! (laughs) Oh, my God! (laughs) He's broken in half. (laughs) Uh, No, no, just a horror website. It's one of those little things. (laughs) Fuck it. You know, I've had... A pretty good, a pretty good day. That's excellent. It, the sun is shining. The birds are singing. Yeah, I, uh, I, I stayed home. I got uh, my my puppies. My, I got their haircut today, uh, so they're looking fucking adorable. I'm doing some <laughs> shit to the house. Uh, you know, had a, had a good little breakfast, had a good little lunch, mm. and I, I, I wager that I'll probably have a pretty good little dinner when well, I get God home. Damn, round it out, man. <laughs> I know. I know. Shit. Uh, how about you, man? How uh, you doing? What the fuck are you doing here, then? This <laughs> is gonna ruin your day. Uh, I sat and watched some horror movies. I haven't done that in about a week, so I got to uh, cram a couple in today, about three or four. So, so what did you watch? Because I, I took some time this weekend for the first time in a while and watched like three, four, or five myself. So I, I uh, obviously had to see the one that we're reviewing. Obviously. I uh, saw Dark Signal. We can't talk about we it. can't talk about it. Uh, embargoed. I what else did I watch? I watched a couple others that I've just been meaning to watch and catch up on. I think Stakelander was one. Oh, how was that? I haven't watched that one yet. I, I need to go back and watch the first one, but it was just a fun movie. I mean, it, like neither good nor bad, just fun. And yeah. that was kind of like after I'd watched so many films, that was kind of the way I needed to go. And sure. So that's kind of how I ended out of my uh, movie binge today. That's good. Anything? I mean, will anything else stand out? Doing nah, that? not really. Oh, not really. So it's like it that. Just, it was just. <laughs> You know, it's a little bit like work. Get mad at me, hit him twenty. It's a little <laughs> bit like work. So I watched uh, several. I watched the one that we're going to be talking about today. I watched uh, Pet, which was South by Southwest. I've been on the fence with this one. Uh, it's okay. I like, like Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, the leading lady is really good as well. Uh, okay. Me- Megan's review from South by Southwest is. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's spot on. Spot okay. on. It's a it's a good mid six. You know. All right. That's that's okay. That's above average. Yeah. Uh, and uh, surprisingly enough, the the best thing that I watched this weekend was Fenderbender on Shutter. Oh, no, I'm not even familiar with that one. So from Chiller Films. Okay. Uh, who I think we'll talk about a little bit later. Yes. Uh, they also did the uh, the siren the the VHS full expansion, oh, yes. and that movie sucked ass. Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't expecting too much from this. The but bar I was, was low, huh? Yeah, and I wanted something fun, just like you were saying. I'd, I'd watch right. a lot of movies, and I'm trying just to relax and you know text a little bit, do some internet browsing, <laughs> sure. shit. And uh, I found myself you know just slowly putting the phone down and just concentrating a thousand percent on what oh, I was shit. watching. And it's this very um. I guess you could call it formulaic uh, slasher. Yeah. That's fine. Where this guy IDs his uh, his victims by getting into purposeful fender benders with them. And uh, then he's like, well, we don't need to involve the cops for something so little. Let's exchange information. Right. So then he gets all of their name, address, phone number, all that stuff. And then he fucking stalks them and kills them. Clever bastard. Really good idea. I feel like I know what I'm doing. If I'm like 70 <laughs> and I'm not married or anything yet, and I don't have any kids. You're just like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm just going to start killing folks. Just going out. See, when you first said the title, I was thinking it was going to be, uh, you remember that movie, was it uh, Rubber? 
Oh, that was going to be something yeah. like that. Thank yeah, you, Brenda Rubber. Not what quite like that. Crazy fucking movie. Uh, but it's good. It's got a really appropriate score. It's really fun. Uh, if you've got Shutter and you haven't watched it yet, check it out because uh, one of the better, just more fun movies I've seen in a while. And that sounds crazy because it's not a great movie. Uh, I just really sure. enjoyed my time with it. I'm not sure I've ever heard the phrase appropriate score, but I yeah. kind of like it. <laughs> it's appropriate. Yeah. It's neither good nor bad, but it's appropriate. Yeah, it kind of like Greasy Strangler, right? Uh, like, they, that's actually, yeah, perfect. Yeah. That is appropriate. So uh, we got a pretty good one lined up. Uh, we're going to be in round number two talking about a movie that we had talked about on the news feed a while back called Wolves at the Door. Oh! Uh, so that should be interesting because I'm, I'm, in, I'm interested to see what you think about it. See where I'm at, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because I, I did, in fact, say I did not need another Manson movie. That's true. So we will see when we get but there. But were you wrong? We'll find out. Uh, and then in round number three, we have no fucking glue. As per usual. Surprisingly, though, we had a lot of good feedback from uh, last week's Just Shoot the Shit episode. So, yeah. Um, that was always nice to kind of hear. Worst case scenario, we just talk about fucking fireworks for a while and how they're made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the dangers of it, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Johnny Eight Fingers over here. Uh, bringing a guest. So, uh, yeah, uh, in case you were wondering, this show is brought to you by the Boom Howdy Pot. No! Ah! No! It's been <laughs> yes! so long! Yes, he did it! He did so it! Long. He did it! You know, I, at first I wasn't even sure you were going to get to the to the podcast network, and uh, then you did it. I was like, oh, good catch, bro. But no, it was not a good catch. No, no, I tried. I tried. The Phantom Podcast Network. <laughs> Phantom! As well as our Patreon subscribers, supporters, producers, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Drew Marvick, yeah. Joe Decker, oh, yeah. Alex Stinger, like and the big motherfucking homie, homie. K Muck. <laughs> I love that. that was that was a really fun little segment that we just had just there. You know, we got a lot to get into, but before we get to any of it, Jacob Hopkins, please sir, take me through the news feed. Let's spread some rumors because everyone <laughs> <Yes>. else is. <laughs> and that is Mr. David Fincher. I really thought you were gonna say Bowie. God damn, like, he's not he's dead. He's not dead. He's come back. He was chilling with Elvis. He's back. No, Mr. David Fincher. He's gonna potentially hop into this sequel realm again, which I don't think he's done since Alien Three. Which I, I see. I was doing a little bit of research on this one. Yeah, and I had no idea he did Alien Three. Yeah. I, I I just forget. I don't really. I don't know. That just wasn't a good movie. It wasn't and I, great. I, I I I usually equate him to good movies. I think most people do, and that's probably why he never goes out of his way to bring that up. Yeah, from the director of right. Alien Three until some <laughs> asshole like me is like, hey, you know, he hasn't done this since Alien Three. Yeah, fuck so. you. But anyways, he uh, maybe is assigning his name up to another thing that I'm not super excited about, and that is World War Z Two. Yeah, I don't. Uh, full disclosure, I've never seen the first one. Uh, I am admittedly a pretty large Brad Pitt fan. Yeah. Uh, but for whatever reason, Good man. it just never, for sure, it just <laughs> never really uh, caught my attention. Maybe it's the zombies. Yeah. Could probably be the zombies. Probably. But but either way, like I'm not, I don't like the title of it. I don't know. Sure. I, I don't like any of it. So for someone like Fincher, who's coming off, wasn't Gone Girl his last like big movie? Uh, was it his last one? Possibly. It, nevertheless. Whatever. Huge movie. Huge movie. And uh, to jump 
voluntarily like, <laughs> I mean, like that's the thing right? from what i understand it's not like the studio like came over to him was like hey we'll give you a truckload of money to make world war z 2 or one of those weird things where he really wanted to get a movie made but the only way to get that one made was to sign on to this other shit that sometimes happens but i don't think it's either of those no it's not it seems to be like he's like hey i really want to do world war z 2 hat to this ring what i don't know man See, I was kind of stoked when I very, very, very first heard that they were making World War Z. Because I read the book, Max Brooks. Fucking awesome book. It's done in like this documentary kind of style. That's cool. I was like, that's cool. They'll make a documentary style movie with zombies and it'll be great. No. We got Brad Pitt. Whatever, man. That's fine. But then waves of zombies and all this other ridiculous shit. And I just didn't like it. And so the fact that we're even going to remotely revisit it makes me just... Sick to my stomach, and I didn't. I didn't really do my research on this part, shocker. Um, but was was it a big like theatrical success? Like I, I don't remember it killing. Yes. Was so it really? As far as zombie movies go, I think it is the uh, the top earner. I think Zombieland is number two. Holy shit! So, and I, well, think I mean that's that's mostly Brad's doing though, right? Probably, I mean. probably, <laughs> probably. And I think a lot of people too were just like they really loved that book, and they were just like, "Fuck it, it it'll be okay, it'll be okay, right?" Huh? And it wasn't. But I don't know. I guess there's people out here that fucking love it. I'm just not one of them. Or maybe Fincher really liked the book too, and he was like, "That movie sucked. I can do it better." God, and see, this is like, and this is just his way of getting in there and trying to disown me. Right? I would, I would love to believe that, Luke. I really want to believe that. I don't. I don't know, know, dude. Uh, It's weird. That's just a rumor right now. It's a very strange rumor that's going around. Yeah, I mean, mostly because I I think Fincher's the one perpetuating it. Like, he's the one throwing it out there over and over again. And the studio hasn't greenlit the movie yet. They've talked about it. Uh, But he's the one like, yeah, I want to do it. I can imagine dollar signs play a large role in this. And he sees dollar signs and says, fuck it. Easy. And horror is doing really well theatrically right now. It really is. Yeah. Speaking of some shit that's going to do really well theatrically, we got another trailer for A24's It Comes at Night. So before we go on, um, I got an envelope in the mail. I saw that. Yesterday. And your I'm, shit's done. I'm checking. I'm checking the the, the the mail as you do when you get your mail. Weird, <laughs> weird. And there's this big black envelope. Could with, you imagine though if you weren't checking the mail, you were going to like take a dump, and then you got this letter from Adrian, like <laughs> slid under the bathroom door. You'd like, have lost your mind. Like, <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just just out of the air vent, just like pokes <laughs> up from the ground. <laughs> Uh, but but anyway, it's this ominous black envelope with a, a wax seal stamped A24 over oh, it, yeah. which is just baller as shit. And at first, I'm like, I know what this is. Yeah, like, yeah. there's going to be a motherfucking thumb drive in here. It's going to have the screener Moon on shit. it. Yeah. Like, I am so excited. It wasn't. Damn it. The movie wasn't in there. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, a bu- I'm a little bit bummed by that. But it was a uh, a card, oh. like a uh, musical card, right? Like whenever you open it up, yeah, it plays so, some songs. Yeah, so it's the big red door from It Comes at Night. Okay. And whenever you open it, it's just all of these like it looks like an old oil painting with just like hundreds and hundreds of like dying people all over it, and then the card just starts screaming at you while there's barking oh, and shit fuck. happening. Uh, it's very weird. Very weird shit. That reminds me of the, the cool marketing shit that uh, the, the game Layers of Fear sent over. Oh, yeah, they, they, they cool set the shit. bar so high. Like, no one will ever beat that. That was like, pretty fucking ever. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting, man. This one, uh, I knew we were excited for it. I knew the genre was excited for it. Yeah. I learned this week how excited other people actually are going to be for this when my stepmother's cousin, who's involved in like some you know, film festival shit and stuff, but not horror. Like yeah. Other kind of movies sent her an email 
to ask if I have seen this trailer. Yeah, Holy shit. And I was like, my God, man. I was like, so if, if it's to that point of excitement for other people, you know, like, oh, God, do you, do you, do you guys know about this? Yeah, we know about it. Uh, huh. That's going to be a much bigger deal than I initially anticipated. So, again, like, I don't, I never really know. At least you have, like, over-the-air cable and shit. Like, I don't even have that. Right. Right? So, You're so goddamn far away. It's <laughs> probably. <laughs> so I, I don't see commercials for this or like have you seen any trailers on tv have, or anything uh, i don't think i have not to say that there's not i don't yeah. watch a lot of tv so it's it's very possible i've seen some like youtube pre-roll videos and shit yes. like that um which is probably better than tv at this point probably um, for that target audience but so the big thing for it comes at night is that there was just so much mystery shrouded around it and there still is but now there's a new trailer that gives us a much bigger peak inside of it. And for what it's worth, uh, Megan went to the Overlook Film Festival and Lucky. was actually, she was able to see it. She was able to watch it. And she got engaged. So congrats. Congrats. Um, but she also got to see this movie. That's, that's which is an important the bigger part. deal. You're yeah. right. <laughs> so uh, she didn't spoil it for any of us. She just said that it was nothing like she expected and that it's really, really fucking good. Um, I gathered that from the, the second trailer because the second trailer made me realize that all the thoughts I had on the first one were wrong. Same here. So but here's, I don't know what's happening here. I think I do, though. You do, I, think I, you do? And I think I'm pissed. Okay. Is this a fucking zombie movie? See? I'm thinking that's what they're trying to make me think, and I'm thinking they're going to try to pull the rug out from under me. Okay. I would be much happier. Like, if it does end up being a zombie movie, at least it looks like it could be a really good zombie movie. So I'm not going to poo-poo it just yeah. for that. But I hope it's, you know, a little bit of a, uh, you know, purposeful misleading. There's definitely some one. viral shit going on for sure. I mean, that's apparent. Yeah. But yeah, I just can't decide if that's complete misdirection. And if so, good on them because that's a good misdirection trailer. Yeah, I don't I really don't know. I was kind of bummed watching it. Um yeah, and again, like a little bit. I'm not gonna shit on it just because it's a zombie movie. If it's a good zombie movie, then cool. And like, do we really want to draw a line in the sand between like it's a zombie movie versus it's a viral outbreak monster movie? It's kind <laughs> right. of the same thing, right? Basically, you're okay. just you know mincing words, I guess. Right. At that point, to be fair, if it ends up being good, I'm gonna call it a viral monster outbreak movie. Goddamn, there is a whole <laughs> new subgenre. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm excited, dude. It looks. Hey, look at it this way. It's gonna be beautiful. It can't be as boring as The Witch. No way. Um. So hey, it's gonna make a lot of money. I hope. So I am very, very um, excited for. I hope it makes a lot of money. I really, really do. Um. And uh, I'll, I'll be. I'll be in theaters to watch it. That much is for certain. Are you gonna go to the theater for it? Yeah, I guess so. I'll break down and go hang out with the fucking savages. Yeah. The lowly savages. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be afraid, Luke. Be very afraid. Okay. About the movie. Be afraid. So I'm, okay. So full disclosure <laughs> okay, again. Please, please hit me with. I that. was afraid of that poster when I first saw this press release because it's a real shitty poster. How long? We both had this email and we haven't opened it for what a couple days now. Been a we, minute. We, we waited till we were together in a room <laughs> so that we had to suffer together. There's a trend developing. <laughs> it really is a, a movie about night terrors. A, a new reoccurring theme, I feel like, over the last couple months. A lot of uh, night terrors, sleep paralysis kind of shit. Yes, that is correct. But I actually think that this is a misleading trailer. I could see it. Because this because, is the one with like a boogeyman kind of yeah, thing, right? Yeah, because I think like the whole plot of the movie basically is that these people are seeing these things in their house. And they go to the doctor. And the doctor's like, oh, you're having sleep paralysis. Like... 
that people see this kind of shit all the time, but motherfuckers, it's not sleep paralysis. You really got demons in your house. Boom. That's what I'm thinking. Like the twist is, and I would be cool with that. I feel like this is almost a little bit of a uh, salute tipping of the hat to the original Nightmare on Elm Street in some ways. You've got this shady figure with a uh, wide-brimmed hat of sorts. He has very long claw-like fingers. That's interesting. He is uh, focusing in on the kid, it seems. It seems. During slumber. Um, During (laughs) slumber, one might say. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, that, that interests me. I like the... I was kind of like lukewarm on it until we got to the part about this. Don't go in that cave or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, oh, okay, now we got a cave and some creepy shit happening. Yeah. I'm a like, little more amped up. It's like, didn't I tell you not to go in the cave? And she was like, well, it told me, like he told me yes. that if I don't go in the cave, he's going to kill my mother. Yeah. If I say like, that again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I say that again, it's going to kill mommy. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing, dude. And the deepest motherfucking voice that has ever been recorded on audio is present in that trailer. Oh, this, this is the one. God, dude, that, that guy has... A voice for radio if your speakers can pick it up. <laughs> you gotta have like 18 inch subwoofers <laughs> you need it just to hear it, man. I mean, like, like is, is he, I see his lips moving, but nothing's coming out of these uh, little tiny speakers here. So What's going on? You remember that episode of South Park a long time ago, the brown note? No. Where they, oh, God. They, they write a note on this sheet music that's so far low that whenever you play it, everyone in the world shits themselves. <laughs> so this guy's voice is basically it's the brown literally note. Literally that. <laughs> um, I wasn't as excited when we first opened it up and started watching, but now I kind of am. I, yeah. I'm optimistic. Yeah, me too. Uh, this this particular news feed is a weird one because we're spending a lot of it, at, at, except with the exception of It Comes at Night and World War Z 2. Um, uh, the next couple of movies that we're going to be talking about are in this mid, this indie mid-range here yeah. that's starting to become a little bit more uh, relevant as time passes on. Like these kind of movies like, uh, what the fuck was this called again? Uh, be Afraid. Like Be Afraid, where... You know, you haven't heard of it. Neither one of us had heard of it before. Absolutely not. Uh, it didn't make a big deal at film festivals, from what I can think. Uh, but they just kind of pop out, like, boom, here's a movie that's done. You guys want to watch it? Uh, sure. <laughs> so I'm always surprised by how many of those come out week after week after week after week. Yeah. It's easy for those to get lost in the shuffle, too. Yeah. Because there's, you know, big hitters. It comes at night when not's coming here. Do I want to talk about that or do I want to talk about Be Afraid? Like what's going to do more for me as somebody trying to get traffic, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and I know we pride ourselves on trying to find these little things. So that's why we, that's what we're trying to do it this time. And hey, credit to them for doing just enough to catch your eye. That's, yeah. That's important. Absolutely. Uh, and I will say, if, if anything else, a little bit of inside baseball here. Oh, please do. But uh, you can... Uh, most of you probably don't give a fuck, but oh, you can tell sometimes, like 80% of the time, if the movie's going to be good or bad, depending on the PR team that sends it over. Uh, yeah, uh, This particular one came from a team that I respect very much so. So uh, they don't, they normally don't represent bullshit. So looking forward to it. Are you looking forward to Residue? <laughs> um, so I don't know this is a weird one as well, right? So uh, I guess I'll, I'll throw this one over to you to kick it off and get your thoughts first. Uh, I mean, I, I opened it up. There's a wall of text. I said, fuck it. I don't feel like reading a wall of text. Just let's click on the fucking trailer and let's yep. just get right up into this bitch. Weird trailer, to say the least. <laughs> it's just two guys. One guy is tied to the chair. He's got like duct tape over his mouth. The other guy's just kind of talking to him about all these fucking knives and shit. He no, has. this is the wrong movie. Are you sure? I'm almost positive. Okay. Let me double check real quick. <laughs> we watched a lot in rapid fire. Everyone, everyone place your bets. Is Luke correct? 
Or is Jacob correct? I, I am I'm 100% correct. I can say with certainty now. This is the one residue motherfucker that is slightly professional wrestling themed. Oh, is that that one? Yes, it is. Goddamn, we did watch a lot of rapid fire. You want to try again? Want to start again? No, nah, I don't want to try again. Fuck it. I'm over. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> this one, yeah, this one is actually weird. Though. I would like to talk about this one because I want to jump straight into the mix of what the fuck is that devil looking thing? Okay. Yeah. So let's can address we get into that? the elephant in the room real fast. Uh, a, it kind of looks cool in this weird, like, sort, sort of, of cheesy way. It looks very gore-esque, you know, the bad gore. <laughs> very gore-esque, yes. Which, I don't know, is that intentional? Am I led to believe that that is a wrestling outfit, or is this a legit motherfucking devil? I think it's a legit motherfucking devil, but Damn. I can understand why you would think that, because right. there's, there's um, an undercurrent in Residue that you don't see very often, and that is professional wrestling. Like I don't think I've ever seen like a horror movie where you're, like your subplot was professional wrestling. Well, El Gigante. Well, a. <laughs> I don't think that was ever made public. Was it not? No. And then finally, whenever they did make it public, I think it was for like a day, and then Raven Banner bought the rights, so now the short film's gone forever. Ah, that sucks. That's a good one. It's a great one, but hey, there, there, there'll sure. be a future film. We digress. Digress. I was waiting for Mickey Rourke to come out of the wings at any goddamn given moment. Same. He's probably in there somewhere. Slicing his fucking head open with razor blades. But this is weird, right? So it's basically a private investigator who is tasked with um, delivering a book of sinister origins, it says, from point A sure. to point B. And point A uh, seems to be a shitty wrestling hall slash gymnasium. Uh, and he's not supposed to look in the book or do anything like that, but when you know what he does, and all of this weird, sinister shit starts happening, uh, lots of practical effects, it looks like. Weird tentacle monsters grabbing people out of closets, and yeah. I honestly don't know what the fuck this is. It doesn't look like it's a movie that takes itself too seriously, but it also doesn't look like it's a comedy. Yeah, so it's like in sure. that weird like 80s, 80s movie territory. That was the problem. I couldn't... I, I, I wanted to believe that maybe they weren't taking themselves seriously, but I'm kind of thinking maybe they are. There's a couple good effects in there, like when he's reaching in the book and the ink kind of yeah. like sticks to his fingers. That's kind of cool looking. I honestly don't know what to think about this movie. I'm, I'm in. intrigued, though. I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to... It's done just enough to be interested. I have to watch it now to know one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, I... Uh, the, again, this is another one that has a really shitty poster. Um, but I didn't see the one on this one. I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty pumped for it. Okay, so Residue... Res oh, it could be Residon't. There it is. Could Resident. be Residon't. We don't know. Residue, Residon't. <laughs> but it's, uh, I I'm leaning Residue. Okay. We will find out in the future on that one. You like cameras, Luke? I do. Um, yes. Yes. You have you have several cameras at your house. I got a few, yeah. <laughs> Just one or two. <laughs> do you have any that are haunted? Um, Potentially. Okay. Well, potentially. you could be the subject of the next movie, Camera Obscura. So before we even go on again, like, can I just say how fucking tired I am of the whole haunted camera thing? Because um, we got Polaroid that's about to drop. Right. We, we got Shutter, the Japanese version and the uh, the American version. Yes. And we got this thing. I feel like it's been done to death. Um, Man, you dive into the video game realm. Oh my god, yeah, the Fatal Frame series. Japanese all 19 of them. love haunted cameras. They yeah. really do, man. Um, but I will say this one looks slightly uh, interesting. Kinda, kinda. I, I, I'm like you. I, I'm having a hard time getting past haunted camera. Yeah. I maybe you can put a pin this down for me. For some reason, it was giving me like this canal vibe, hmm. which I know you really like. You know the canal. But really, really do. 
Um, so it gave me, I don't know if you have a, a, an opportunity to watch it yet. It gave me a tilt vibe. I haven't watched that one yet. Um, like it was hard tilt vibe, like okay. for sure. Probably a little more graphic though. There's, there's lots of um, um, bloody orgy sex in this one, it seems, which I'm totally down with. Uh, homeboy was definitely earning his red wings for God sure. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> um, I think you get like double red wings or something for that amount of blood. For that's, sure. That's for intense. sure. It, it looked practical. There's a lot of practical effects, yeah. like when they're at dinner and a lady shooting blood out oh, of her neck. Oh, that's like a fucking gorder on her neck or some <laughs> shit. It's just weird. Just yeah. shooting. He's like, excuse me? Um, Got a weird rash in the shower. I mean, you know, this is the one, too, that has, and this is part what throws me off about it, certain scenes, the uh, all, like, the color correction and whatnot look gorgeous. Yeah. And then other scenes, it just... Doesn't look like they did anything. I to wonder it. how, like, how does that happen? Like, I'm always. I think the movie we talked about last week, the Inner Demon or whatever. Yeah, uh, it had that same problem. Like, I just don't understand how that happens. It's yeah, I don't either, man. Is, uh, is that a, a? Are you going for that exact effect or not? I can't don't be. Can't be. I don't, I I don't imagine. Know. Um, I am not going to seek this one out. I'll put it that way. But if there's nothing else on, it's a Sunday. I don't have shit else happening. I might throw it. But I'm not. I'm not going out of my way to watch. Uh, what the fuck is this? Camera? <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> camera obscura. I got a feeling some people will like this. I, yeah, yeah, I bet people, sure. some people like that kind of subgenre of haunted mirrors and cameras and other. And to be fair, bullshits. like from a from an aesthetic point of view, uh like it looks to be better quality than that of a residue. Um yeah. it's just not I'm just not interested. Maybe. I'm just not interested. Maybe. There's a couple of shots in residue that were really cool, like when they were fighting in the cage. I thought that looked really good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the resin is just very different. The colors are all saturated. Yeah, it's almost comic booky, almost a little bit. Um, which I, I actually appreciate. So yeah, you're right. They're very different kinds of movies, so you can't really compare them. Uh, but either way, I I don't give a fuck about this. Damn, damn. Yeah, this is the resident right here. Resident on this <laughs> on one this for sure. Boom, get the fuck out with your <laughs> bullshit. The suffering. This is the last one we're gonna talk about. Yeah. What you got on this one? What do you want to say about the suffering? So I. I've been hearing about this one for a minute, actually, and I don't know where I've been hearing about it because I don't, I don't, I don't think we got a press release on it. Uh, I've just been—it's got buzz. The streets are buzzing. The streets are hot right now. Oh. So uh, we we checked out the trailer for it, and this is interesting because it seems to be about a like an, an appraiser, you know, like a, this old fuck is like trying to sell his God house, <laughs> and uh, this guy's coming to appraise it. And I, they they're sitting by the fire. They're telling stories, and one thing leads to another. I don't know how. But motherfucker ends up staying there for for whatever reason. Did you catch that? Why why he's sleeping in this house? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. So I, all I know is now he you're was throwing curveballs at. He me. was there to appraise it, and now he's sleeping in a motherfucking bed upstairs. Like I don't I don't know how that works. Uh, but it seems creepy as shit, to be honest. Like there was some really cool imagery on this one. Uh, it seems like it's definitely gonna be a slow burn, but one that kind of keeps those wheels turning and grinding in your head throughout the entire time. Yeah, maybe a slow burn. It might not be a slow burn on this one. Yeah. Hard to say. I, I, I don't know. I I know shit about it, to be honest. My Same. my ear is has not been to the street. <laughs> it did not feel the heat at all or catch any of the uh, ravens dropping off messages. Oh, fuck. But uh, you were like, fuck it. Let's look, at, let's look at it. Surprisingly, was interested. I don't know what the fuck's going on, once again, but yeah. surprisingly Seems interested. Seems to be a trend here Right, as well. it really yeah. does. Sometimes, though, especially in this kind of movie, that sometimes is the way to make your trailer. Yeah. It's like, because if you give me too much, 
Maybe it falls through. Maybe you can trick me in on some of your bullshit. Not saying that this is going to be bullshit, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, you do obviously want to do something that's going to pique interest. Yeah, pique interest and not necessarily set your expectations too high for the viewer, right? Because we've yes. seen it time and time again where you have this badass trailer and you have all these like, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and then it, the movie under-delivers. So if you don't over-promise, you can't really under-deliver. That's um, a good point. So, yeah, way to play it safe, Suffering. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what if that title is just like, oh, The Suffering, that sounds fucking cool, or if it's going to actually ride back to something about the movie. I, I hope so. Please, please do, right? You, I was hoping you had more answers for me, Luke. God damn it. I don't. I really don't. All I know is that uh, it's got that that washed out color grading that people's either like or don't like. Sure. Um, and a really creepy shot of this old dude riding one of those rails up the stairs because he's too old to walk up the stairs. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is and true. that's scary. I don't what, know. Oh, shit. I'm trying to think of what else was in that that I, I wanted to talk about. I forget. But the old man riding up the uh, yeah. stair, they jogged my memory on it because yeah. I was like, that one did strike me. Like, what the? It's never, nothing ever good happens no. in a house with a goddamn electric staircase thing. No, just reverse grinding on his ass <laughs> up the staircase. Just Tony Hall doing tricks and shit. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> I'll see this one. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm right. down for this I'm one. I'm going to watch this one. The Suffering. I don't even know who this came from. No clue. Don't even know the studios, do we? Nope. Fuck. That's all right. Don't worry about it. We'll have more information later. Absolutely. That's the news feed, man. <laughs> All right, man. So we're going to go ahead and take our first break. Whenever we get back, we're going to jump into Wolves at the Door. Another Charles Manson movie. Should you <clears> watch <throat> it? We'll find out after this right now. All right, Jacob. So the Manson family murders are one of the most documented and told crime stories of all time, really. Absolutely. Uh, it is no stranger to feature film adaptations, spinoffs, parodies, all of that stuff. Um, it's been done time and time again. And the first time that I saw the trailer for Wolves at the Door, I had a really, really good feeling. Uh, a, because it looked dope as fuck. Oh. Uh, it was using all of the uh, same... The the original names of all the people in the movie. Right. It was coming up to us from the director of the first Annabelle movie, who I always felt pretty good about, especially that first 20 minutes or so. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was actually really excited uh, to see that this one was out and available to watch on VOD platforms right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I agreed that it looked good. I was less stoked just for all the reasons you just said. Okay. I've heard the Manson story a thousand times. I feel like. A&E and everybody else has done a thousand little miniseries or whatever the fuck they do, you know, the first 48 hour type of shit to make money. <laughs> yeah, just, absolutely. Yeah. I just didn't need it again. Maybe I was premature in that. Oh, really? Maybe. Maybe. Uh, once again, also not upset that it came from the director of Annabelle. And he, he's got it. I'd say his biggest wealth of work is as a cinematographer. A lot of movies he's done some work, camera work on. Definitely shines through on this movie, I think. Yeah. Some beautiful, beautiful camera work. Say what you will about the amount of Manson movies that have come out. Uh, there's never been a one that looks better than this one. Absolutely not, man. When the uh, the car drives up the driveway, it yeah. kind of disappears for just a little bit. Then and then the camera up yeah, comes up behind it. Oh, yeah. that's such a good shot. Yeah, there are some really, really good shots in there. Um as far as the plot, I mean, you probably know it. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's I mean, going to be no surprise on that particular portion. Yeah, I mean, it's the Tate and was it LaBianca murders? I mean, it's it's uh, it's been told a thousand times. 
Uh, this is probably a more in-depth look um, or an imagine an, a retelling of how that goes. Right. So I guess reimagining. That, that's a fine. That's a fine way to yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, because that I guess that's my biggest complaint with the movie, really. Uh, and there's really no way to avoid it. So like in my Manson movies. I kind of like to get a little bit more history behind the bad guys. Gotcha. Because I think that's what makes this case so interesting is because they pledged this allegiance to this guy that sure. called himself Jesus. And, you know, yeah. we're just tripping LSD out in the desert and doing freaky shit and falling in love with each other and would do anything for each other. Um, that part really, really interests me. Um, this is the complete opposite of that. You only get the victim's side, which I... Don't know if we've ever got that in one of these Manson movies either. It, it typically focuses on the family as opposed to the victims. Yeah, I, I kind of actually like that about this film. Obviously, most of us know the story. And if you don't, it's readily available to get. Anyway. So I already know, like when I see the boots and walk, I already know who that is. Or, yeah. You know what's about to happen with that. I don't need to know about that. Matter of fact, the killers say basically nothing the, you know. whole, uh, the whole movie, which I thought also excellent. Yep. Um, I, I like the fact that they don't become like a pseudo hero in a lot of ways of this film, that it does focus on the victims. Because uh, like you said, I, I can't recall seeing that in like it really strives to put you in that scenario of their their side. I, I thought it built tension really well with that. Yeah, so uh, when I said it was one of my least favorite points, I didn't mean that point in particular. Okay, uh, like fair w- Whenever we talk about the, the victims being the focus, I think that's kind of cool. Like you said, we've never seen it. Um, but... Actually, you said that. I just stole it from you. Whatever, bro. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I think the bigger problem that I had with it is just how how long it draws out the cat and mouse aspect of the movie. Really? Okay. Um, because this movie only has a runtime of like an hour and 15 minutes or so. It's not long. It's it's, it's not long at all. And, uh, it felt at times long to me. And I guess that's just because like the visceral nature of the crimes that were committed, like in this particular case, I mean, they're fast. It was abrupt. It was in and out. It was just senseless violence. It was, it was gross. It was like a, like a professional cage fight versus a like a bar fight. Sure. Like a real fight lasts like 25 seconds and it feels like an eternity, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas whenever you're watching something in a more uh, contained area like an MMA fight, it goes for 25 minutes sometimes. Um, so the fact that we had this more scripted version that lasted for 25 minutes of Cat and Mouse just felt weird to me. I would almost have appreciated more character study and then one just like fucking terrible scene of just ugly atrocious shit uh, i think that would have i think that would have hit harder for me no i i'm i agree with what you said it didn't bother me the same way it you know it seems to have uh negatively affected your enjoyment of yeah. the film but you're you're definitely 100 correct though because it started that for a little bit when they first roll up to the house and they're talking you're getting like some idea of the relationships here yeah um and I was like, oh, shit, this is actually basically kind of a good movie disguised yeah. as a horror film. But it, then it does kind of get into that. I, as somebody who's self-proclaimed not the biggest home invasion fan, I didn't think it overstayed its welcome of Cat and Mouse, surprisingly enough. But but if you would have done it the way you described, where you spend most of the movie just kind of developing the characters and just 
Because they had an idea of how to set dread up. So the whole time you'll be dreading the moment. Yeah. You're just dreading, dreading. And then it hits. It's quick. It's dirty. It's nasty. And it's, it's not gross. like you don't know how it ends. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So there's no surprise. So yeah, just make it quick, nasty, gross. Boom. It's over. It's done. You're like, oh, fucking shit. You know, you're shocked. Yeah. I think I think that would have been great. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, again, I, I mean, you're agreeing with what I'm saying. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. Right. Uh, it just it impacted us in different ways. One thing that I think we both agree on is that motherfucker in the pool house is hilarious. Oh, dude. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> both of them, too, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, uh, I'm going to make uh, a GIF when I get home, probably, oh, do. involving the Modern Horrors podcast and those guys wearing headphones. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. They put them fucking headphones on, man. They were transported, which brings up another good point. The music was fucking phenomenal. Fantastic, yeah. Man, it was all, like, period-specific pieces, all music that you probably heard. Right, but not, like, the same, like, 70s-era shit that you've heard no. over and over and over again. Like, it's... Absolutely not. Yeah. But slightly more obscure, but still shit that was big at the time. I, yeah, I love that. I was like, oh, fuck, you went to the trouble to get the rights for this music, which really helped, I think, set the mood. Yeah. Without it, I just, it wouldn't have been the same. Def- not even close. Yeah, and uh, going back to cinematography, you talked about the, the the car shot. There's some really cool use of, like, lighting and fireworks in the sky, which yes. I thought was really pretty. Um, this has the aesthetic of a movie that could have been theatrical. Like, oh, like yeah. 100% it does. I meant to look up the budget. Uh, and I, I didn't get around to it, but I... I can check real quick. Okay, I promise that the look, it probably far exceeds whatever this budget was. I couldn't imagine it was a humongous budget. I bet less than $3 million. That would be a safe bet, I think. Let's have a look-see. Give it to me. Da, 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 da. Well, goddamn. Not, not reported. Yeah, okay. Interest. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird because shit's almost always there. Right. Okay, well, doesn't really matter. You know it's not on like the level of like a Blumhouse production type budget. Definitely not. Definitely but not. it has that same super good look. I I mean, I, I guess let's get down to brass tacks, right? Like, do you think people should hunt this one down and watch it? Spend time with it. Spend an hour and 15 minutes with it. All right. Let me back you up a little bit then. I like the acting. I thought the acting was pretty good. I love the aesthetics. I love the cinematography. Yeah. I actually like the new fresh-ish take on a Manson murder um, and the fact that it is, you know, like you said, using all the actual names and stuff like that. They're not trying to be the strangers or something right, like right. that. I, you know, just call it what the fuck it is. My big problem with this, though, is that it loses itself in the last few minutes and it yeah. loses itself hard. I like agree. there's a moment with a hammer and a body flying to the air and I go, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm immediately like, you might as well hit me with the hammer and had me fly out the movie because I was just totally <laughs> off. I was off. I was off of here. I wasn't on the team anymore with you. And so for that, it sucks because I don't know. I guess I would have to say when it becomes rentable, I would rent it just yeah. because it's if I now. like it. Yeah. Okay. Because if I like it, and that's not go- this wasn't going to be a movie that I was going to like going in, or at least so I thought. So if I even remotely enjoyed it as much as I'm saying I did, I'm guessing a lot of people probably would. Okay, it does fair. have some fucking problems though. Let that be known. Yeah, I mean, and now that you brought that up, let me bring in one of my gripes. Yes, there's, please do. There's a stabbing, right? 
uh, this motherfucker gets stabbed at least 39 times. Uh, yeah. Right? I like the way they shot that one, though. Oh, me too. It was really fucking cool. It was nice. But later on, it makes zero sense because that house should be fucking covered in blood after all of those stabbings. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that was not like, I just wish, uh, given the gritty nature of it, given how pretty of a movie that this is, I really wish they would have taken the violence up a notch or two. Uh, now, I yeah. agree that, I mean, I think that might turn some people off. Uh, but with a crime that's as heinous as this, I would have really liked to have seen that juxtaposition of Beauty and the Beast, if you will. Oh, you know, I really would have liked to see that. I was thrown off because I mentioned a hammer because one of the murder weapons they so choose to use in the movie is a sledgehammer. Yeah. Which, you know, it has a certain kind of effect watching it on film. But that's not used in the actual fucking murder. It's a, right. it's a gun and a knife. Right. And they, they had a fairly accurate knife. Just make it a fucking gun. You could... There's nothing that's not scary about a gun. I mean, come on now. And there was one effect. I I guess we're just going to pile on at this point. Let's just do it, man. Uh, We're we're in it now. But there was this one effect where, like, there's there's an incident incident with some glass, right? And it looks pretty gnarly. Like, it looks pretty gnarly. But, like, that shit has coagulated on her finger in three (laughs) seconds. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. Like, it would just be like a a fountain of blood right now. Like, it hasn't dried and coagulated around the fucking glass yet. She had one of those, like, uh, quick coagulation packets, man. I don't understand. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, and see that I think that's part of that's my biggest problem with this is like so close to having a great movie, yeah. like, especially for my opinion in this subgenre, even more so involving the Manson family, and it's just the little things that that pile up and just make it less than what it should be. Yeah, because you were right there at it. I mean, so close to being right there at like such a great movie. Yep, like this would have been one where I said, "Surprise, it's not in theaters." Probably should have been. Everyone go see it, but it's just man. So close. Missing a little something. Yeah, just a little little bit at seasoning. Yeah, you say yes. I'll, I'll split the difference and say no. Okay, uh, there you go. I, I Interesting. Think there are, yeah, I know, right? Because you're normally the home invasion I guy. know. I just think there are better home invasion movies to watch. And I, um, I'm i not sure there's a better Manson movie to watch. But if you're that interested in it, I would watch a documentary. Because it's going to be more violent and it's going to be more uh, true to life, obviously. Interesting. This may be a home invasion movie that's fun for people who don't like the genre. But could not be. so for people who do like it. Very well could be. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Interesting. You were excited. I wasn't. We flipped spots. We did. Trading places. Fucking Freaky Friday. Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh my God. You ready? Which one of us gets to be Jamie? I'm Jamie. God damn it. Are you sure? <laughs> Does that mean I'm Lindsay? I guess if I'm Jamie, you turn into Jamie. So fuck it, right? I don't know. I don't know. Are we Are we going to just snort coke and shit? Low hand style? Oh God. We're going that way? I, I figured we would. Okay. If we're going to go freaky, let's get freaky <laughs> with it, man. Let's All go right. on. So we're going to go ahead and take our second break. We're going to do some fucking rails off of a men's restroom urinal. Fuck and yeah. uh, after we get back, we're going to jump into round number three, which is TBD. Clearly lines of cocaine is what it is. <laughs> Just be fucking raging. <laughs> so we'll get into that as soon as we get back after this right now. Alright, so after a very long time going without uh, doing some sort of topic of the week, uh, we're going to do a topic of the week, uh, if you will, but a, a submitted topic of the week, if yeah. you will. It's kind of like an Ask Modern Horrors slash topic of the week. Yeah, so. for sure. You ready to hop into this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Sean Tenador at the Film Guy 24. He's asked some pretty good questions he in has, the past. He has. Uh, this one is, if you were stuck in a nightmare with Freddy, Krueger that is, what would your nightmare be? Not print, Freddy Prince Jr.? <laughs> I have to change my answer. It's not a, it's not a, <laughs> It's not a nightmare at all, man. I don't know what you're talking about. That guy's dreamy. Um, 
So, so say it one more time because right. I, I okay because <laughs> Freddie Prince yeah. is in your head now. You Freddie Freddie's in my head. You're now. just thinking good dreams. Uh, <laughs> if you were in a nightmare with Freddie, what would your nightmare be? Okay. Um. So I guess I, I guess this is one of those topics that you have to dive into a little bit deeper, right? Okay. Well, that brings up the kind of topic part where he's asking what gives us nightmares. Yeah. So I think they're kind of one in the same, right? A little bit. So, I mean, I don't really have anything that, like, gives me nightmares, nightmares. But I've had nightmares, like, in the past, right? Oh, yeah. So I used to have this thing. And I have to imagine, like, if I ever found myself, if I ever found myself in a Freddy movie, uh, it would probably go back to this because I, I never forget this dream or nightmare or whatever. Like, I, I'll, I'll always remember it and I have no idea why, right? All right. So basically, whenever I was a little kid, and this was when I was like super young, like uh, like me and my family lived in this shitty little trailer park. I mean, oh, it, yeah. we were we were scruffing it, right? I've done that and played that game. Yeah. So I mean, I think probably a lot of people have, uh, or still do. Fuck. So I I had this dream where I'd be laying in bed in the in, in the in the trailer, and we had these blinds above me, me and my brother's bunk beds. And this this light would shine through the blinds and we'd get out to or I would get up because I was on the top bunk and look out the window and uh, there would be this like old kind of like muscle car like Mm. out in the like out in the yard and the lights were just fucking filling the room with with, you know, light. And has lights tend to do. Right. So I would, I would get out of the bed to go to the, to leave the, the room. And there's you know, all this crashing and like yelling and screaming and all these crazy things. And by the time I got to the kitchen, uh, there was this guy and uh, he mm-hmm. was like, uh, he had obviously gotten out of the car and come inside and started wrecking house. Right. But he had like, he was kind of like ginger esque, if you will. Oh, uh, but drunk as shit. Is he that could, racist? Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, but he had these rosy red cheeks and what I'm at now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought that he was going to like grab my mom and do something crazy. He ends up grabbing me. Yeah. He wants something a little different. I, apparently. So he <laughs> takes me and he throws me into the car and it's like the, the rest of the nightmare is just like him drunk as shit. Just that lube. Dri- God damn it. <laughs> driving uh, erratically, just terrified. Little me is terrified. And like right as we get in the in this crash where I assume we die, like I would wake up. And I had that dream over and over and over again. So I imagine if I was ever in a Freddy movie, uh, I would be in that fucking passenger seat again. Probably. Gin- Ginger Man is Freddy this time. Pro- well... Probably still looking like Ginger Man, I'd say. Luke, are you familiar with suppressed memory? Yeah, see, I've thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying maybe we should have this checked out. So, my nightmares, actual nightmares, are totally different than what my Freddy nightmare would be. My okay. Freddy nightmare would definitely be some kind of spider bullshit. And I feel like that actually happened in one of the uh, one of the Never Sleep Again, blah, 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 Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. things. I think that happened at one point. Wasn't he like Probably a spider so. guy? Spiders are a go-to, right? Right. So. so that would that would fuck me up. That would be the Freddy thing. Nightmares, though, man, I have like the, I have the weirdest, randomest, dumbest dreams sometimes. Like, when I was little, I used to have like exciting dreams where like fucking inanimate objects would come to life and try to kill me and shit. Like, that's at least exciting. Now I have... The lamest shit that wakes me up from the middle of a dead sleep. And I'll give you one that I had just like last month. And I, when Emily finally woke up, I was like, you're not going to believe this dumb shit <laughs> that I just dreamt up. So I'm sitting at a bar and I'm at like one of those high tops, little circle high tops all by myself, just drinking a beer. I don't know what bar this is. Never been there in my life, but I'm just drinking a beer by myself, trying to mind my own business. 
So feels fairly real because that could potentially be a thing I'm doing. Sure. There's some singer-songwriter bullshit going on. Probably also I, really happening. I was about to say, I live in Nashville. That's at every bar you ever go to. It's fine. I'm not really paying attention to her, though. So some big-ass bearded man, just like gigantic ZZ Top-style beard, comes in. And apparently everyone knows who this guy is. His He's name's bang. Drew Marvick. It could be Drew. Uh, Drew, do you, <laughs> you play a mean guitar? It's so you're an asshole because listen to the rest of the story. So he starts warming up, right? And everybody's like, oh, my God, whoever this guy is in the middle of this bitch's set. And I'm like, the fuck is this guy doing, right? But I'm like talking to anybody. And then he just plugs right on in. He just plays over top of her. And I just wake the middle of a dead fucking sleep in the middle of the night up and go, the fuck? So I'm not sure that's a nightmare. It's, I, it is. Not, it is I don't dude. know if you know how this works. It is. That is a nightmare to me, dude. That's a <laughs> unbelievably like awful just unbelievably rude. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I'll have a scary dream, like per se, like somebody's trying to kill me and shit, and I'll just sleep through the night, and I'll wake up early in the morning and be like, huh, well, that was weird. But like I'll have some dumb shit like that, and it wakes me straight up. Think about that. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. That's some like um passive aggressiveness, like to its core, like. <laughs> You're trying to stay to stay silent so hard in your dream that it wakes you up in reality. Uh, that's fucked up, man. So I used to have this other one, and maybe I've told this on the on the on the show before. I, I can't you told remember. the first one. Have I told the? Have I said that? Uh, well, I'm, for for new listeners, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I don't know who's new. Let's right. let's go on a, on a journey, right? So I have this dream. Take me down the magical road, and uh, I'm driving down this dirt road. Okay, like this long dusty dirt trail. Okay. And with I, Ginger Man, right? No, no okay, Ginger Man. God. This and it, I used to have this dream over and over again up until like five years ago. Oh fuck! Yeah, so I I'm driving down this road. I see this white house, like in the middle of fucking nowhere. I mean, there's nothing else on this road except for this white house. Okay. So I pull up, get out of the car. I walk up to this tiny little, almost shack of a house, and there's this guy sitting on the porch. And I go up to the guy. I say, "Is he in there?" Oh fuck! And the guy says, "Yeah, he's in the back." So I'm like, "Okay." So I, I go past him. I think there's probably like beads on the doors or some shit. Like oh, yeah. as I'm like, you it's know, going stuff. through there. And uh, once I go into the back, quote unquote, the back through the Jesus beads or whatever, oh. um, there's a kiddie pool yeah, on the ground. Is. And inside that kiddie pool, I think these two are connected, is a dolphin. <laughs> All right. All right. And what, I, like a real life dolphin? Like a real life dolphin. And that is that is obviously the he I was referring to. Uh, you know, is he back there? He's in the back. So I go yeah. back there. There's a kiddie pool. There's a dolphin in it. Flipper. And I go down to pet the dolphin's smooth, smooth skin. Yeah. And when I bring my hand up, it's just fucking cut to pieces and bleeding all over the place. And then I wake up. Well, if it was shark skin, that would make sense, right? Because their skin's supposed to be rough as a motherfucker. It don't look it. This was just a dolphin not giving a fuck, just doing dolphin shit and uh, cutting me to pieces. Man, so... One of the night you'll like this. This is more more of a nightmare okay, okay. To, to you, at least. I think the other one's scary as fuck, but <laughs> uh, you don't want to be in the singer-songwriter night. Anywho, I like to go backpacking. No secret if you listen to this show for a while. I normally have some of the best sleep, or I either have very fitful sleep out in the woods. It just really depends. Either way, I wake up fairly rested. So I was out for a four-day trip with a buddy at the end of last year, and we're at this place called Land Between the Lakes, and it's, you know, Kentucky-Tennessee border. And as you might imagine, there's a lake because the land's between it. I'm sleeping right there on the edge of the lake in my hammock, having a good rest. And as I'm dreaming, man, this shit is chasing me. And I don't know what it is because it's dark, like pitch black. I'm just running through pitch black. What I'm assuming probably is the forest since that's where I'm sleeping. And all I can hear is this churning sound coming after me. This whoosh, 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 whoosh. I'm like, 
what the fuck, dude? So I'm just running and running and running. And it just gets louder and louder and louder and fucking, I'm just awake. And I'm like, God damn, that was intense. And then I hear whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And I'm wide the fuck like now. I'm like, Tom, the fuck out. That's the sound that was chasing me in the dream. And I'm like, all right, calm down. Be cool. Nothing's in the woods that's going to get me. And it's just closer and closer. And I finally look over to the lake and I realize that's where it's coming from. This gigantic motherfucking deer. Uh, and I, you know, I'm a deer hunter. I, I've seen some big deer. This guy was, or, or gal was fucking huge. Comes out of that lake, dude, and starts hauling ass down the beach. She'd swam across, he, she swam across the lake, come out, took off. And I was like, well, that was interesting as fuck. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I hear, whoosh, 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 whoosh. I'm like, what the fuck is going on now? <laughs> I kid you not, dude. A small pack of coyotes come out of that lake chasing oh, that shit. ass, and they were beating feet after this deer. I was like, holy shit, dude, because I'm like, I am right there at the edge of the woods, right next to the lake where they came out, and I'm like, if they had not turned to go down the uh, quote-unquote lake shore beach, whatever yeah, you yeah. call it, they'd have straight-up bodied me. Huh. It was crazy. So, my turn again. All right, go back. So, <laughs> tag. <laughs> uh, whenever I was younger, uh, my grandparents, I, I, I stayed with them. I think I've told stories of my grandma before how she got me into horror movies and she was the original, you know, VHS pirate back in the day doing deck to deck transfers and shit. Uh, so, me and my brother were out at her place real late at night. My brother's just saying freaky shit just to fuck with me because <laughs> he's my older brother and that's what older brothers do. And he's uh, telling me uh, the, the the legend of the chupacabra and all this shit, like getting me all fucked up and everything. And um, I'm like, no, that's not real. Like, leave me alone. He's like, all you, you know, all you'll see down this driveway are like eyes, and it runs so fast, it'll get you before you know it. And I'm like, shut up, you you <laughs> shut up, <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> so later that night, like at the wee hours of the morning, like like 1 a.m., I'm taking the trash out at my grandma's house. Oh yeah. And all I hear is. And I looked down the driveway and all I see are these two yellow ah. eyes coming at me. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, like so fucking scared that you can't even scream. You can't even make a noise. I can't move. Yes. I can't do anything because I'm that fucking scared. Shut down. Um, so I just kind of like fall down to the ground. <laughs> like I just, just fucking fall over and I, I never get to really see what it was. I'll just hear it's like the doom, doom, yes. doom. And it just fucking runs past me. Um, and then I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. The fucking chupacabra just ran past me. So up. then the next morning, uh, I obviously haven't slept still. <laughs> just wide awake. And I hear my grandma talking on the phone. And this is a, it's in Wheel, Tennessee, which is like the oh, yeah. the most country That's place country you'll luck. ever be at in your life. And apparently there was an ostrich farm oh my God. next door. And one of these fucking ostriches got out. And that's what I saw when I was taking the trash that out. That motherfucker could have literally wrecked your shit. Yeah. Especially as a small child. Yeah. They would have fucked you up and not even <laughs> slowed down, dude. Holy Christ, man. Now, is it ever like, you ever watched a movie and it actually left you with nightmares at any point in your life that you can recall? Um, so maybe not nightmares. Okay. But I, I guess I, I've, I'll definitely go ahead and say I've watched movies that like... Made me shut the closet door. Fuck you sleep up a little bit. Or like, like I remember, okay, so my my little brother, Jonathan, uh, the yes. first time I watched Inside, okay. right? Yeah. Um, I was like, I got to take this over to Jonathan's and watch this with him. So we did. And uh, I think it was Inside. Something. Either way. One of those, some freaky ass movie. Some of uh, that gross French shit. Yeah. 
I guess. But, <laughs> but way anyway, to commit. His house was like way out in the in the in the in the boons as well. So after I leave, I'm like saying all this shit to get him all wild up and creeped out and everything. And at the same time, so while now you switched that, roles. Now you're the asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full <laughs> full circle, right? But at the time, like where I'm trying to get him all freaked out, I'm kind of freaking myself out as well. <laughs> yeah, you talked it up too much. So like I'm walking out. Like you ever take the trash out at night and like you just feel like someone's yeah, watching yeah. you. So like you just like hurriedly walk back to your house <laughs> real quickly. fast. So I get that feeling, right? So I'm talking to all this shit, trying to get uh, my little brother scared. And once I get in the car, like I remember just like turning on the dome light and just slowly turning around to look in the back seat real fast. <laughs> so like I've definitely done shit like that. Maybe not straight up nightmares, but like shit that doesn't make any sense. Like oh, there's yeah. no way there was someone in my back seat, or there's no way that like someone is under the bed or in the closet or anything like that. But I'll, I'll definitely be like, Bitch, there's someone under the bed. Hold on, just in case. Now, see, I had a moment like that not that long back when we reviewed uh, Dark Was the Night. Not okay. our favorite film. You know, it was, it was good okay. Though. Yeah, it was good enough. There's a moment, and I'm watching this at like 12 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. I should be sleeping, but fuck it. I'm, I'm watching a movie for a review. The power goes out in the movie. As I'm watching the movie, my power goes out <laughs> almost like one second after that happened. I go, motherfuck. And I'm just like, <laughs> you got to be shitting me. So normally not a kind of thing that would bother you. But just the timing alone of that made me go, all right, I need to be on guard for fucking Wendigos or some right. shit. We but, remember when we were watching the Under the Shadow Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I clip. forgot about that, actually. There's a moment in that trailer where the uh, ceiling cracks. And I can't even make this up, guys. <laughs> It's, this shit's crazy. The light fixture on the ceiling in the room that we're watching this trailer on, uh, Chad Troy was here with us too, yeah. falls off of a fucking ceiling untouched by anyone. Like a light that's never been touched by anyone since you've been in here. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, as the ceiling cracks in the movie, the fucking light falls out of the ceiling in the room that we're watching it. We were like, time the fuck out. Yeah. Time the fuck out. I did have one when I was little though. It's funny because, you know, I've, I've talked about watching scary movies like you have since... Forever, yeah. yeah. So nothing really freaked me out, but I only saw one clip. If anybody knows where this uh, clip came from, please let me know. And the guy was in a cabin, and there's all this like taxidermy shit on the walls. And I remember there's like a deer head, and it's just talking to him and like laughing at him and shit. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. Well, growing up in the country, we've got taxidermy fucking <laughs> deer heads on the wall, and I didn't think shit of it. But man, later that night. Storm rolled through at first lightning flash, and I just see that motherfucker illuminates bearing. the deer yeah. head. It fucked me up for a straight <laughs> week, dude. And I still don't know what that fucking movie is. So if anybody knows, it's an old school movie. For some you reason, know? that kind of sounds familiar to me. I don't. I don't. Maybe when I was young, I watched the same shit and got picked yeah, up by yeah, it. Yeah, for know? sure. Uh, I don't know, but uh, it, it's tough. Like there was this one movie. That I think about this shit all the time. It was called Campfire Tales, okay? Oh god! And it was kind of it was like one of those Skinamax movies that's kind uh, of like yeah. kind of like a Skinamax movie, oh, wow. but at the same time, it's got like a legit plot and shit going on as well. Yeah, good excuse to throw a lot of tits in there, right? Lots of TNA in it, and of course, like you know, nine year old, ten year old me is loving it at well, my grandma's. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, basically, it was this anthology flip. Go to sleep, Granny. <laughs> it was my Granny was down. Trust me, <laughs> she was chain smoking at the kitchen table behind me. <laughs> I'm gonna make a man out of you, boy. <laughs> so basically, uh, it's this anthology movie where these these guys are in, and girls they get a flat tire or some shit and they they camp out until each that other. Always stories. fucking happens. It's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but one of these stories is, I guess, an urban legend. I've seen this executed a couple times since then, but I was so young during this one that it kind of fucked with me. Okay. So basically. Um, it's 
a POV shot basically of this little girl in her yard playing with her dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, like they're having all this good time. And you can tell that like there's someone watching her basically. Okay. Uh, and then it switches from that POV shot to like a more omniscient uh, traditional filmmaking thing of this girl hanging out with her parents. And she's, I mean, she's probably, you know, nine or 10, you know, uh, she goes to her room, she's getting ready for bed. And there's this little ritual that she has. Like she hangle, she hangs her feet off the edge of the bed and her dog will be under the bed and licking her feet uh, and whatnot. Uh-oh. Right. So then a, a little bit happens and uh, the dog, you see this a couple times where that's what they do before they go to bed. The dog looks at you. It's setting you up. So then at the very end of it, she goes to bed. She turns out the light and in the mirror, like you, like she, her feet are getting licked. And in the mirror, you can see this fucking creepy ass dude under the bed. And there's like a note that says people can lick too. And I was like, oh my God. Like for the rest of my life, like my feet will never be off the edge of the bed. If one of my dogs licks my feet, I'm like fucking stop! Get the fuck off me! <laughs> right? Uh, that always kind of fucked with me. That's so weird. Like yeah, yeah. A lot of people are like that. The the dangling off the bed never bothered me. You know what did though? Mirrors surprisingly at nighttime, and there's never been a good mirror movie in my mind that scared me at least. Sure. And uh, windows like you know without the blinds or curtains at nighttime, like where it's just black and you can't see mm, outside yeah, yeah, yeah. I have never liked that and it fucks with me some movies use that to great effect I feel like often missed opportunity no I agree uh, that, that's, that is creepy I think there was actually a shot in Wolves at the Door that we were just talking about where she's looking out like a blacked out one, and I thought something was going to happen but it didn't it so. did a lot of setting up like yeah. that at least early on in that in that movie yeah. and it's, I guess that's probably why I appreciated some of those moments yeah for sure so what what gets you guys blood boiling like what what horror movie tropes uh, scarred you as children stops your heart uh, let us know like for real like let us know and uh, we'll read some off on the show next week if we get any oh, in that'd be fun yeah because maybe maybe we're just pussies when it comes to all this stuff. <laughs> I bet not though. I, I bet if you're willing to uh, give up your man card or your or your woman card, right? Um, I, I bet a lot of us got fucked up by some weird stuff whenever we were little. Be real, yeah. It's always the dumb stuff. It's never the actual scary shit. It's always right. some mundane bullshit. Getting your feet licked, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, getting your butthole dangled by Mr. Ginger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you keep going back to that. I mean. I'm just- <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. So thank you so much. Episode 103 would not have been the same without any of you. So it is greatly appreciated. Uh, tune in to the Final Girls podcast. We're going to whoop that ass. We're going to whoop that ass, A. Mm-hmm. B, we're going to be their guest second. Like, we're, we're, we're showing up to whoop that ass. Sure. We're going to stick around and talk about some movies. Let's do something like that. I don't know. Uh, do we know when their episodes air? I, I don't. I don't. I just show. I just show up and talk, and then I just hope that somebody posts it. That's literally how my entire <laughs> life works. Um, so they are on the Phantom Podcast Network. So if you go Phantom. to Phantom. Uh, if you go to the SoundCloud page, you can check it out. Uh, and we'll, we'll we'll be yeah. In, in hit that, that like button on that one. Hit the like button on ours. Hit the go review some shit. All that yeah, shit. come on now. Re- yeah, do it. D- fucking Shia LaBeouf. Uh, just do it. <laughs> All right, before we go, I found out in our in our chat little device thing that we use slack Slack, yeah that you can make your own custom emojis because that's what we use a lot of times for just things and man i went fucking buck wild over the weekend sure (laughs) just was making emojis left and right (laughs) one being the shia labeouf just i can't believe you haven't made like a modern horrors logo emoji i need to i gotta shrink the image down though like to tiny so you're actually like putting in work on these sadly there was way too much work (laughs) involved in what i did man All right, guys. So until next week, thank you. We love you. We are out of here.